If you recall, I think just after the budget, we had commentary out from S&P, which we very briefly covered in yesterday's comments, so maybe it's worthwhile bringing that into the mix. Remember, S&P is the ratings agency currently on the lowest credit rating of the big three. They're on triple B minus, and that's just one notch above sub-investment grade. Their outlook is stable, and S&P initially came out and said, now, they were quite comfortable with the budget, and they were comfortable with their lower rating and the fact that, uh, you know, the, the view is currently encapsulated in their rating. Fitch coming out yesterday uh, with their commentary or their assessment of the budget, uh, effectively saying that they believe it also encapsulates the challenges, uh, I guess, that the South African economy faces. But a very important nuance here is that Fitch currently sits one notch above S&P, and their outlook is on negative. So if, in fact, we do get a credit rating downgrade this year, uh, in my view, I certainly think that that's likely to come through from Fitch uh, and it will likely be moving in line with, with S&P slightly more negative rating over there. Uh, if you had a look through the comment, in my view, what's fairly critical, uh, you know, effective, effectively, I guess, echoing some of my views that you know, there, there were some positive elements to the budget, but probably not enough to warrant a higher credit rating at this point in time. Uh, and that's certainly what I took away from that Fitch ratings agency's uh, assessment. Uh, they are both, both S&P and Fitch are both due for the, their reviews of our credit rating uh, in June of this year. Uh, and it's just Moody's. Moody's doesn't publish when they are uh, they, they are uh, eligible to, to review our credit rating. Uh, but right now, the event risk, I guess, uh, Sakina, comes through around the public sector wage negotiation in and around April. And I think that will precipitate any sort of move or lack thereof uh, at the June review. And, um, of course, just tracking the currencies there, Mohammed, and the RAND seems to have weakened against the dollar. Yeah, so yesterday was actually a remarkably interesting day for the RAND. And, and the reason why I say this is we initially had the U.S. dollar coming under a little bit of pressure globally, and I got quite excited because we saw the RAND initially strengthening during yesterday's trading session. It got all the way to an intraday low below 11 rand 40 now you know on a technical basis i want to see a break of 11 rand 40 and and below in order to actually say maybe we can actually see a rand move a little bit stronger in the near term unfortunately that wasn't to be had we saw the rand weaken in the later session and we're currently trading around the mid uh, 1150s call it 1155 then thereabouts and that's on the back of a u.s dollar that has surged overnight uh, the reason why it's done this is ironically we had inflation data out of the u.s they've pushed their the headline a CPI has pushed into deflation, but people are looking through that. They're seeing that core inflation hasn't moved. It stayed quite, it stayed sticky. It stayed around a 1.6% odd mark. And they're saying that speculation that this dip in the headline inflation is transient and that the Fed's going to hike this year. So it's almost the complete opposite of what the headline number is telling you. As a result, that dollar has strengthened. And unfortunately, we've given back some of those gains that we had made against the greenback in yesterday's session. Interesting. We'll keep tracking that. And I see South African stocks edged up yesterday, Mohammed, and uh, the charge led by Goldfields. Uh, who were the other top movers? Yeah, so, so, you know, if we look at yesterday, it was very interesting, fairly, fairly volatile day. So, I mean, around the middle of the day, we were looking as though we were firmly in negative territory. And then subsequent to that, like I said, we saw some global positivity come through. It actually pushed us up into positive territory. 
some of the larger gainers on the day, just in terms of the larger cap stocks. We had SAB gaining, we had British American Tobacco, Richmond, Cecil even putting in a fairly reasonable performance yesterday, up just shy of 1.5%. That's on the back of a an oil price that has actually ticked up a little bit. It's ticked up around 5-odd percent over the last two trading sessions. And that's on the back of the fact that the Saudis came out today, in fact it was, it was yesterday, uh, early yesterday session, saying that they see global demand actually ticking higher. And that's resulted in a little bit of a spike in terms of Brent crude prices. On the downside, though, uh, still your, 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 uh, we, we've got a, we, we've got ShopRite, we've got Steinholz, we've got uh, BHP Bulletin, so a little bit of a mixed bag on the downside there. We also had some results out uh, from Murray and Roberts, and that stock falling around 2%. Uh, that construction sector has been hit so hard, uh, so not surprising to see something like that come through. Goldfields also one of the, 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 the higher performers on the day, up uh, around the 5% odd mark. And that's also because gold uh, had actually tipped up during yesterday's trading session.